Okay, welcome back to the B-Fam Podcast. Today I'm here with... Henri Bird. And tell us a little bit about yourself, Henri. Okay, so y'all know my name already, but I'm going into 11th grade at Cass Tech. Okay. I love reading and writing. That's something I got into more recently than not. also want to be a public speaker and author when I grow up as well. Why? Because I just feel like the lessons that I have, Oh, the lessons that I have, I can use to help other people right. that needed them when I needed them. So what kind of lessons are we talking, though? There's a lot of different ways you can. this can be interpreted. Okay. One of the lessons that I feel like I could teach other people is that it's okay to be, like, a part of your environment. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hate everything around you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. when I was growing up, I hated every single thing around me, and that caused me to hate myself. Dive deeper in that if you feel comfortable with that. Okay. One of the things that I disliked was my father, and I didn't like that I had the same name as him. Mm-hmm. So I grew to hate him and the name as well. Mm. So every time somebody would ask me my name, I would always become a little choked up, and I couldn't express and tell them my name because mm-hmm. it was directly tied to my father. Wow. That's deep. And how are you going to... um? teach the youth that or if you even targeting you what what audience do you want to target when you're doing your public speaking everybody that needs help and is struggling struggling with what expressing yourself because i had such a problem with it how did you overcome that problem it's not about a how it's just what i did how did you do i gained pride in myself how you have to become comfortable with who you are and the things around you to grow from them how do you do that though like (laughs) I know it's going to be different from everybody. I know everybody has a different experience, but you personally, how did you use your trials and tribulations to accept yourself? Because I know it don't just come out the blue. You got to go through some type of molding process. I want to I wanna hear about that. You have to fully let go to let everything come back together. I had to let go of everything I was feeling and what I was thinking in order to build something brand new that I can use to help myself elevate. So what were you feeling and thinking? What was it that you let go of? I was feeling a lot of frustration and negative energies because of the things around me. How did you become aware of that, though? I had this gun friend named Austin, and he helped me realize to look at the bigger picture. Because what you are going through is more than just that. You feel me? It's yeah. more... Your life is more than just what you go through, and you have to take a step back, mm-hmm. i.e. let everything go so you can see it when it comes back together. Wow. Think of it as you're painting a picture. Okay. <clears throat> when you paint a picture, you have to look at everything around your environment to think of what you need to paint of. Like, let's say we planted that tree over there. I yeah. know they can't see. I'm not going to zoom in on one branch and try and paint the tree off of that. I got to look at everything and inspect it. I got to get the leaves, the branches, the twigs, the birds in it. Yeah. Everything, the ground. Uh-huh. You got to look at everything. Okay. Now, we don't want them to get looking at everything confused with being obsessed with every minor detail. No. So, how do you feel about how can I put this? How do you feel how do you feel about looking at the picture but not but being okay with not having all the information. You just got to draw in the blank spots. Be okay with not seeing everything. So being okay to... You got to be able to improvise is what you're saying. Yes, you have to be able to improvise. What are the times that you, you've improvised? 
in, in real time? Like, what's some moments you didn't have where you ain't know what you was doing at all, and you just had to step up and improvise? Man, one of the examples of that was like beginning of the year. Man, that's not good enough. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's nothing it's that's fine. not good enough. If, you, if if it's the first thing that popped to your head, I mean. Okay, one of the things I had to improvise with is I was writing an essay. <laughs> I was writing an essay right. for my final, mm-hmm. and I had to I had memorized all these flashcards and everything that I was gonna write exactly because mm-hmm. it was a closed book essay. You just mm-hmm. had to write about two topics for my final. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to think back and memorize everything that I had wrote down, mm-hmm. I just improvised. Mm-hmm. Because when you try and get everything perfect is when it starts to like fall apart. You starts, when you try to start hard? to get scattered brained when you try too hard. Yeah. Ooh. That to- is something I've been learning. The uh the art of going with the flow. Yeah. Not necessarily like just molding into your environment. It's like the example I would use was, would be like instead of being like a, a oak tree, a super strong oak tree that when a storm comes, it's so stiff that it breaks. Mm-hmm. You could be like, you know, like the wheat plants. You ever go by the, uh, you ever be driving out of town and it'd be like, uh, what'd it be like? Like the farms. Yeah. Like nobody know who owned the farms, but it just be farms there. Mm-hmm. Just be like the wheat plants or whatever those whatever they called, you know. Yeah, I know. What you're people should know what I'm talking about. And they just <laughs> they just well, go yeah, they just go with the wind. Yeah. They able to bend, but they never break. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So being able to accept your environment for what it is and take the uh the route or the path of least resistance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want you to get that confused with um People pleasing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just make sure you. How can I put this? Just don't become a people pleaser because once you become a people pleaser, you start to lose track of yourself. You know why? Why? Because you begin to imposter syndrome will be become a uh, a big problem for you because you constantly changing who you are. For everybody else instead of staying true to yourself and letting people accept you for what you are yeah because you just don't want to you don't want any problems i don't want the path of least resistance to be confused with not wanting any problems yeah it's easy to avoid confrontation but you don't want to avoid confrontation by pleasing all of those around you mm-hmm. to um stand on your point for earlier from earlier you got to be okay with being yourself. Yeah. And if people can't accept that, then those are not the people you should be around. Mm-hmm. You got to learn to... We got to learn to let, to let go of things that no longer serve us. Because everybody can't go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can fit in the car. Hey, not everybody can fit in the car. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Really got four seats. Hey, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Not all the clothes can fit in the suitcase. You know nah. what I'm saying? You got to take some clothes out and switch them out depending on what the season is. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly. People come saying. and go like seasons, just mm-hmm. like clothes do. And I don't want you to start seeing people as objects, but it's easier to think about when you start to lose people. You can't hold on to every single relationship because at some point it becomes too much to handle. Yeah. 
the people, the friends you made three years ago may not represent who you are today. Yeah. So you need some new friends. You know what I'm saying? How you feel about that? I agree with that. And that comes back into the point of being comfortable with yourself. Because mm. you can't find the flow mm-hmm. or anything that you said before without being comfortable with yourself. Right. Because what flow do you have if you don't have yourself? I'm saying, bro, like, at, yeah, yeah. at like the end of the day, you really all who you got. Mm-hmm. And I know family there for you, some friends there for you, companions, mentors, all of this there for you, but... They they not true at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. They still themselves. Yeah. When we lay down, we go to sleep alone. Yeah. Even if somebody in the bed, we still asleep alone. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly. Our dream our dreams <clears throat> belong to us. Our feelings belong to us. We have to we have to be us at the end of the day. No matter how much help you are offered or how much help you really have, you can help somebody all you want. If they not willing to accept themselves for who they are. All of that help you giving them is just be going in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. I see people. I see people every day struggle with comprehending who they are. I it's just stuff I I observe, and it's not something you can just give somebody. You can't just tell them what it is. It's like everybody got their own um, timetable. You know what I'm saying? Everybody progressing at a different <clears throat> speed. But when you step back from yourself and look at everybody. You will begin to see how many people are so uncomfortable with being themselves. You will be truly surprised. Man, and it's crazy. And I feel so bad because I can't just give them the answer. They got to find it on their own. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we could do a better job at helping them discover that problem. Because every problem starts with awareness. You'll never know it's a problem unless you become aware of it. Mm -hmm. How do you suggest (laughs) we should... Get people to step into awareness. There's no way to help people step into awareness. Why you say that? It's just because something has to click. It doesn't matter what I tell you or anything like that. Because it's always going to be there for them to learn. Mm. But until they want to pick up the book, hypothetically, Mm -hmm. they're not going to. Right. So there's no way I can... You think there's any way we can influence people to want to better themselves? Or is is that just something that they have to... You have to want to get it. You got to get it on your own. You got to have that dog in you. You got to build that dog. You got to raise the dog. You got to raise that dog. You got to raise that dog. Dogs don't come out trained. You know what I'm saying? You got to raise that dog. You got to be patient. Mm -hmm. And you... I just feel so bad because there's not a lot of things out there to help people to become aware that there is a problem. Mm -hmm. We're talking about two different awarenesses now. Yeah. It's awareness of the problem as as a whole. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a awareness of the problem within self. Yeah. And I feel like that becoming aware of the problem in self is one of the hardest feats to overcome. I struggle with it myself. Like, let me see. Hmm. It was, I say, a lot of us go through that phase. I feel like a lot of people have trouble finding themselves in high school. I was having trouble finding myself in, like, the fifth grade. <laughs> I know, right? It's, Me too. It's, yeah, it's, like, crazy because I could feel myself conforming to those around me. And it was just something I knew. If Some of us, some of us are just blessed, you know what I'm saying? 
we able to feel that we destined for something. So I was able to sit back and recognize that who am I? I, I who am I? Who is Austin? I, I was trying to self-reflect at such a young age, and I'm glad that I was going through that turmoil because, dog, that was hard. Mm-hmm. Being faced with that, still having to go through puberty, this, this, and that, hormones flying all over the place, you know what I'm saying, growing up, all sisters. The only real male figures in my life was, like, my dad and my granddad. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the kids at school, but, like, Dang. they don't know more than I know because they ain't got no daddy at home. So yeah. what's going on? But I really had to um, keep asking myself, who am I? Because if you, all you got to do is ask yourself if you want the, want the answer to a question. Mm-hmm. You may not necessarily think you know the answer, but deep down, your subconscious mind know the answer to whatever question you ask. Yeah. Your brain is like Google. People just got to tap into that. Your brain is like a Google. If you sit down for 10 minutes in meditation, bro, relax your body fully so that you're open to all information seeking in. All thoughts are able to flow in and out. And your body is at a steady level. Yeah. If you go into your head and you ask yourself the same question and repeat it, who am I? Who am I? Who is Austin Enix? You sit there long enough, the answer just gonna pop into your head. Mm-hmm. It's like epiphany. Yeah. You ever had an epiphany? Mm-hmm. I have epiphanies all the time. Me too. I love them. <laughs> I love epiphany. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, that's just. Let's get back to um, letting go of the things that no longer serve us. Yeah. So one thing I like to think is everybody has that moment of clarity, mm-hmm. and it's your choice if you want to take advantage of it or not. For real? Yes. I feel like everybody, because every time I talk to somebody that's gone through a great change, mm-hmm. not drastically, it could be even steadily, mm-hmm. it all started with that one moment. Like, David Goggins, mm-hmm. if I said his name right, he <laughs> just woke up one day and was like, nah. This ain't it. This ain't it. I can't live like this. You can't live like this. I can't it. die like this. Yes. Henri, if you die today, do you feel like you left a hole? Yes. You, you do? Yeah. You feel like you left an impact on people and that? Mm-hmm. The work you've done can be passed on to generations behind you. Yes, but I feel like mm-hmm. this is just the start. This is just the start. This is the start. Because how old are you? I'm 16. You're man. only 16, yeah. man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing how we can um, speed up progress. Mm-hmm. Not rush it, but speed it up yeah. just by passing on what we know. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to do. You know what I'm saying? I know all this information, but say I didn't get to learn it until I was, until I was like 12. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to teach it to you when you 10. You know what I'm saying? So you got a head start. And while you teaching me, you learning it again too. I'm saying. That's another important thing. If you want to, if you want to speed up your learning process, teach somebody else the exact thing that you are trying to learn. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, you're going to pick it up faster. That's already happened. And another tip. It's the, uh, if you want to remember stuff quickly, explain it to yourself and to others like you ex- would explain it to a third grader. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If a third grader, if you can explain something to a third grader, you for sure got it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at that point, you got to take it down to the most simplest terms mm-hmm. so they know what's going on. 
Yeah. You can do that to yourself, then boom. Everything got don't got to be complicated for it to be cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People get cool and complicated mixed up. Oh, this is super difficult, so it's cool. Nah. Nah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, yeah. I don't really got an explanation, but I know people can feel me when I'm saying like, nah, it's not just nah. cool because it's complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not shareable, how cool is it? Exactly. Because at some point, we're going to be like, how am I going to learn if it's too complicated? You can't learn. You know what I'm saying? It's, and I don't want people to get, uh, how am I going to learn because it's too complicated, mixed up with not trying because it's too hard. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, nothing is really hard. Everything is simple, but not easy. Yeah. Because we got to think. It's a process to everything. And if you can get down to the basics of your problem, you can you're gonna have it's gonna be easier to find solutions. Yeah. But you don't wanna try to solve the whole problem at once. Yeah, you're not gonna paint a whole tree at once, like the example. You gotta start from the ground up. Yeah. The only time that you start from the top is when you're digging a grave. Think about that, bro. That's the only time. That's the only time you start from the top. Everything else is built from the ground up. So why wouldn't the same principle apply when you're solving problems? Mm -hmm. So everything is simple, but not easy. It's not necessarily hard. It might be a challenge. But when you break it down, bro, it's way simpler than we thought. Mm -hmm. Life isn't that hard. It's not. Life simple, but not easy. Because mm-hmm. it's different for us. It's different for everybody in so many different ways. How, what's your perspective on life? My perspective was like, you just got to do what you got to do. Like, what you mean, though? Just make it as simple as you... Just make it simple on yourself. Because in the beginning of this podcast, I was stressed and worried and overthinking. And mm-hmm. I know if you played this back, you could hear it in my voice yeah, you how like, fast I was uh, talking. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't know. All right, nigga. But yeah, like, you just gotta calm down sometimes. There's a time and place for everything. Like, mm-hmm. being hyped and excited is, there's a time for it. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't, you wouldn't feel it. But you got to pick when to and when not to. Ooh. You can't control your emotions, but you can control your thinking and thought process. What? I'm reading a book. It's What's called it? The Dance of Anger. And it's teaching. it teaches people how to express their self when they're feeling all of these overwhelming emotions. For real? Yes. And the first lesson is to calm down. Calming down. Let's say you mad because I broke your door or something, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, let's say I broke your door and you angry and frustrated. Yeah. You not gonna know what to do. Right. Until you calm down. Yeah, cause all them emotions is like jumping inside of you. It's like mm-hmm. ants in your pants. You sporadic. <laughs> but tell us, how do you calm down? You just gotta realize. Mm-mm. What you mean? Mm-mm. It's you can't just. We got to think about these people listening to us. We can't just be like, you got to realize. They're here for help. You know what I'm Y'all, saying? Y'all, <laughs> you don't know you, the answer yet. Imagine, that's what I said. Okay. Imagine you go to the teacher and ask for help. I'm like, so, you just got to know. Yeah. Yeah. How am I supposed to know how to do this? You didn't teach this. Okay. You just got to know. So, what I've learned from the videos I've watched, the books I've read, is that if you want to calm down, 
It all start with your breathing. Mm-hmm. Because your breathing is directly, directly proportionate with your heart rate. Yeah. The faster you breathing, the faster your, your heart, heart pounding. And when your heart pounding, what that mean? What's flowing? Blood. And when blood flowing, what that gets? What that gets sparking up? Adrenaline. Yeah. When your adrenaline up, you we create a mind fog. This is bio, biologically proven. When the adrenaline is up, the brain creates a hormone that creates a literal mind fog. Mm-hmm. So when you're angry and you can't think, it's because it's literally fog in your brain. Your body is letting letting off a hormone telling you that we may be in danger. Don't listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. Just do what we tell you to do. And that's when we just begin to, begin to react and stuff. Start strangling people. And then you <laughs> just choke, just choke and pick it out. Oh yeah, that's when you just start to go crazy when you just you you go on the fight or flight mode. Yeah. But when you able to catch the breath, mm-hmm. you get a hold of it, then you able to okay. Your thoughts are coming back. Your heart rate slowing down. Your body begins to relax. Yeah. And when the adrenaline stop stop pumping, your body kind of shuts down. It's almost like a sugar rush. Yeah. When that adrenaline stop pumping and you get off that adrenaline rush, you you tired. You groggy. You your body forcing itself to reset. Mm-hmm. It's like an automatic reset. So we got to use the breath. To aid us in calming down. Okay. So what's the next lesson inside your book, Dancing with Anger? The next lesson is realization. Realization. But it's more than just that. Because we've been talking about realization a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Realization in the matter of understanding other people and why they're doing what they're doing. Like, let's Teach say, me some more. Okay. For example, let's say I ate the last of your chips. Right. right. You come, you kick down my door, you yeah. yelling at me. And I'm confused on why you yelling at me. Because you ain't even heard the reason. I'm just yelling. You just yelling. So. I just expect you to know. And when somebody starts getting mad and lashing out at you, what is human instinct? What Shit. is it? Defend yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You instantly get defensive. And in getting defensive, you get aggressive. Okay. Is that's the default to okay. protect yourself in any way, shape, and form. The mind for Exactly. All right, I'm listening. Getting defensive is literally your mind creating fog so you can protect yourself Physically or your image mentally. Right. So if you can disarm this defense mechanism, mm-hmm. I could think, oh, he mad because I ate his chips. Yeah, because I ate his chips. I did eat his chips, though. And what was we saying earlier? To first solve a problem, you have to realize there is one. Yeah. So after I realize the reason why you're angry, I can provide a solution. You can buy me some more chips. Buy you some more chips. You can, can buy me a chip factory. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so you have to understand others around you to mm-hmm. understand yourself more as well. That is something I've been noticing, bro. It's hard to get mad. I talked about this in like an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get mad when you begin to understand what's going on around you. Yeah, because anger comes from confusion. Anger comes from confusion because your body like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Your body just want to know what's going on for real. Mm-hmm. That's what fear is. Yeah. Everybody just don't know what's going on. But we got to... I said this in another episode. We got to fall into the fear. Yeah. We just got to be able to trust ourselves. That's something we need to talk about. How does one gain trust in themselves? 
That's a good one. How do people gain trust in themselves? You said. Yeah, you want me to answer first? Let me try. All right, bet. Okay. Gaining trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. How I gained trust in myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You were <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had it. I don't know. Yeah, but look. I learned. And this is just from observing myself. I learned to gain trust in yourself and to be more comfortable with yourself. You got to treat yourself like you a whole nother person. Mm-hmm. Because we'll get to doing stuff. Hold on. We'll set rules for ourselves. But if we break them, we like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. We always giving ourselves a pass. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, we telling ourselves it's okay to not listen to yourself. Mm. Now you breaking your own promises. Do you trust anybody who break all the promises? No. So why would you trust yourself if you're breaking your own promises? Mm-hmm. So to gain trust in yourself, you gotta be able to you gotta be able to make promises to yourself and then keep them. Mm. Now, say you set a goal for yourself. The only way you gonna gain the trust by keeping that promise. You don't always got to achieve it now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's okay to fail. I want you to remember that. It's okay to fail. But you got to at least try. Now your body like, all right, we set this goal. We promised we was going to do it. We went through with it, but we failed. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to care about the outcome or the result. It's going to care about did we actually go through the process of Mm -hmm. trying to get the goal. That's all your body needs to see. And it's going to give you a little bit more trust. And it's a process, just like it is gaining trust in others. You got to keep proving to yourself that that you can trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to prove it to yourself, not for anybody else. But you got, and you can make small promises. At five o'clock, I'm gonna do the dishes. Set an alarm for five o'clock. When it's five o'clock, no matter what you're doing, put it down. Get up and go do the dishes. Mm-hmm. That's how you gain trust in yourself. You lose trust in yourself when you set an alarm for five o'clock. It hit, and you like, I don't feel like doing the dishes. I'll yeah. do them tomorrow. The more you put it off, the more your body like, dang, man, what's going on? It's not reliable. Man, you want you, you want you to be reliable for you. Yeah. If you can't be reliable for you, how, I'd expect, how do I expect you to be reliable for me? Mm-hmm. And you'll notice the more that you're reliable to yourself, the more people will be comfortable with relying on you. Because they like, well... I see Henri go through it. His promises all the time. He said he going to do it. He going to do it. Mm-hmm. I trust him. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how, that's how life start to flow for mm-hmm. you. It start with in yourself. here. It start in here with the trust in yourself. And you got to trust the universe. I was, mm-hmm. I'm reading this book. It's called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Something. I forget. But he he was saying like, Dang, I forgot what he was saying, though. <laughs> nah, he was he was saying, like, it start with trusting in nature because we all a part of nature deep down. Mm-hmm. We all come from the root of the earth. You know what I'm saying? We, we belong to this earth. We not otherworldly. We are part of the world that we live in. And we treat the world that we live in like an object. Because we think it's not alive. We think because we can't see it move, see it feel, hear it say anything, 
That is just the object. So we above it automatically. Yeah. But once you begin to listen to the wind, watch the waves go by, look at the trees sway back and forth, look at the grass, pay attention to the rain, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then you, be- you get a sense of self. It starts to give back. The more attention you give to nature, it just reflects back to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, if you ever feel like you out of touch with yourself and you just don't know how to get back, just go outside, man. You out there. We all out here. Yeah. We didn't always have cars. We didn't always have houses. We didn't always have shelter. We was once just in nature with it. Yeah. That's why all of our ancestors were so smart. They didn't have all this stuff dumbing them down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They, they was out here with each other. They trusted the environment they, that they were in. But look where we live now, though. We in Detroit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you trust the environment around you? Honestly. No. no. So how are you ever supposed to be comfortable with yourself if you can't trust the nature around you? I'm saying, man. So, we got to be able to be one with nature. And we got to understand when it's time to go. Just like we was talking about earlier in the podcast. We got to learn to let go of the things that no longer serve us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is my hometown. But I need to see something new. You know what I'm saying? I can't provide for my hometown if all I know is my hometown. Yeah. It's not the, it's the experiences outside of yourself that develop your character. It's going out and exploring and discovering the unknown that develop you as a person. Mm -hmm. It's going out and learning them lessons so you can bring them back. It's hard to learn. It's hard to learn in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? I know. I can tell you the information. You can read the information. You can memorize the information. I can give you a test on some shit I made you memorize. But what's more effective? Sitting in here reading a book or going outside and observing for myself firsthand? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like our schools got to do a better job of that. It's not a lot of hands-on learning. Now, you can have a teacher up there being interactive, doing projects, quote-unquote, Really just throwing you in the groups. <laughs> but I feel like our education system would be way more uh, mm, way more effective if we took some of these classes outside. It got to be some way you can teach me arithmetic outside. It got to be some way you can teach me math outside. I shouldn't be learning biology or physics in a fucking classroom. I should be able to go outside and see physics work every day. Field trips need to be a more um, intimate part of school. Yeah. We got to take these kids out to explore, dog. Their only time exploring can't be when they go away to college. Because not everybody leaving the crib to go to college. You know what I'm saying? I don't and that's super expensive. And then we just throwing these kids out here in college like, all right, go feed for yourself. What's if when birds are born, do you see the mama bird sitting there talking to the kids, telling them how to fly? No. Or do you see her just let them jump out the nest? 
We got to let these kids jump out the nest, man, so they can fly. Being stuck in... I, you can't gain much. It's only so much you can gain from being in one spot. It's only so much you can gain. Yeah. Before you plateau. You don't want to plateau. It can only take so much secondhand learning before you go. You got to have a firsthand learning, dog. Mm-hmm. It's like just simply taking a driver's test on paper and learning the shit in the classroom isn't going to teach you how to drive yeah. a car. You know, yeah. you got to go get your hours of driving the car. Being able to drive comes with experience of driving. Mm-hmm. Why can't we apply that to everything that we do? Or most things. I understand that we can't apply it to everything, but most things. You want to know how? How? It's our pride. Because people don't like not being good at things. Which, keep going. I'm, I'm fucking You will that. be surprised on how many things people do not start because they know they will not be good at it. How they know they will not do... That's not just they an, know. They think. They think. They won't be good at it. Mm-hmm. You're controlled by your perception of yourself. Bruh. I was just thinking about this earlier. Thought controls everything. Yes. Bruh, none of the shit we scared of, we really scared of. We're not really scared of it. Our thoughts make us think that we scared of it. It's just your brain telling you. Yeah. Alan Watts said, he said, it's always a, a small version of you, a tiny version of you, a second version of you that's afraid of nothing. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that drowns out that second you is thought. You can drown in your thoughts. You can physically drown in your thoughts. You can become suffocated by your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. You can kill yourself internally because of what you're thinking. Now, it's good to have good thoughts. But it's better to feel like you're having no thoughts. Explain more. Being able to just... Like I was talking about being able to just flow. Ari, I don't want to think about everything I'm doing. I just want to do it. And I'm okay with not understanding why I did it. I just want to do it and experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just want to experience. But not a lot of people understand that thoughts control everything. We don't approach people because we think they're not going to like us. Mm. We don't start things because we think it's not going to work out. We don't know it's not going to work out. It's not 100% show it's going to work out. You know what I'm saying? But it's a possibility. But people drown in their own thought. And it kills that perception of themselves. Or it kills that idea. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you think people can get past the, the drowning factor? Or letting their thoughts control them? That's crazy because I've been drowning in my thoughts a lot recently. That's something I've struggled with a lot. Sure. Because it would be a simple situation, mm-hmm. but my brain will automatically think that there's more to learn or know when most of the time that isn't the case. Right. So my advice to get over that is to just step back. You got to be okay with not knowing. Right. And not thinking because it's okay not to know it. We are trained and taught that it is never okay not to know especially through school you was talking about that yeah what is the answer to this problem i don't know and then you get in trouble for not knowing you don't know you just don't know it's okay to airball it's okay to miss as long as you shoot again yeah 
Don't be, don't miss a shot. And they'd be like, well, I'm never shooting again. Exactly. That's a loser mindset. You have to have a winning mindset to be Man. persistent. Now, and we got to let them know, winning is not always winning. Yeah. I know that's crazy. To, I just use the same word in the same sentence. But winning is not always winning or being a champion. Winning is also knowing how to lose. If I see somebody lose a game and then they come back and they, I'm not going to, I'm just using perfect as a word. They perfect all the mistakes that they made in the last game. He really won. Because mm-hmm. if you don't lose, how you going to know how to win? Exactly. If you keep winning, you're just going to be like, oh, all right. And you're going to, don't fix it if it ain't broke. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to break it to fix it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Sometimes shit got to break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to break the door. You got to get a new key and lock. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got to get a new key and lock sometime. 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 <laughs> but keep going. Tell me how you uh, was able to get out of your drowning thoughts. Or are you still in them? I, my head keep going over and under the water. I'm not going to lie. Because it seems so simple on paper, but it's complicated. Okay. Like... It's just, my problem is acceptance, and I struggle to accept that, oh, the car don't stop. Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I could also, if I'm thinking the car don't stop, I could overthink everything. Yeah. But if I just wait 15 minutes, try it again, and it start, Yeah. sometimes it's not a problem. Right. Sometimes there's not a solution. Ooh, sometimes it's not a solution. Not every question has a solution or answer. Yeah. You can't lose your mind looking for one. But in reality, the answer is there is none. Yeah. Ari, I'm about to fix you right now for them uh, them drowning in your thoughts. Okay. You know how I know it's just you against you right now? How? Because you just perfectly explained it to me. And now that you know that you just perfectly explained it to me, you have no excuse to let that be a thing again. The only time people have an excuse is when they're genuinely ignorant. Other than that, it's really self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. You know the answer. You just don't want to know that you know the answer. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like taking the responsibility of knowing the answer because you don't like how it make you feel Yeah. when you when you go through it. you like, nah. A lot of people will get comfortable with depression. And I was comfortable with depression for a minute. I was like... I'd rather feel sad than feel happy because because I train myself to think if I'm happy for so long, I'm going to end up being sad anyway. So why not just stay sad all the time? I settled for that mindset. Mm -hmm. And you know what happened? What happened? It manifested itself into my life. But I um, I listened to a podcast and he was like, yeah, I understand. Sometimes you may think, oh, since so much good things are, so many good things are happening and something bad is coming. But check me out. Who told you that? Who said that is like the case? Who said that's the truth? Yourself. I'm saying though, like, outside of yourself, who who said that has to happen? So where the hell did it come from? Exactly. And that's just him saying that broke me out of it like, whoa. Nobody said that has to be true. We can create our own reality. Mm -hmm. 
with our thoughts. But we got to let go of some thinking. We don't always got to be bringing information in. But we do have to get some information out. So we can make room for new information. You can learn. You can read. You can read all you want. But if you're not getting rid of that useless knowledge that you got in your head, then there's never going to be no storage for anything new. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we got to clear, we got to back our phone up, then clear it out so we can make room for new for new memories. Yeah. Think about it like garden, gardening. Okay. Think of all the bad information as roots yeah. and all the good information as whatever your favorite plant is. Right. In order for you to plant new things like flowers, tomatoes, anything, even a tree. Okay. If you wanted to plant a tree, you have to get rid of all of the roots. And that's more than just cutting the weeds. You have to get rid of it at its source. You got to go under? You have to go under. You got to go under the ground? Mm-hmm. You got to dig it up? Yes. got to get a green thumb? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, you have to get rid of it. Because you have to... You have to get to the reasoning, mm-hmm. the core of mm-hmm. the problem. Why do you think like this? Mm-hmm. Why do I over every? Why do I overthink everything? Mm-hmm. Why do I make everything so difficult and mm-hmm. challenging on myself? You just gotta begin, begin questioning yourself. Huh? Yes. You just, you don't necessarily have to have an answer, but you just gotta be mm-hmm. able to question yourself. Yeah. Wow. And that's the answer to how I started trusting myself. I started questioning why. Why am I doing this? Exactly. Why did I do that? That's and guess what? And when there wasn't an answer, guess what I did? I what didn't overthink or anything like that. If it wasn't a reason for it, you just let it, it just, go. I just let it, it just go. Dissipated. It dissipated when yeah. I realized there wasn't a reason. But sometimes it's best to answer a question with a question. Mm-hmm. And I do that all the time. Me too. <laughs> Somebody asks me a question, I'll be like, "Oh, I ask another question." Yeah. Because what if I don't want you to have all the information I got? Or what if I don't think you're ready for this information yeah. that I got? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just ask you a question with your question. Because a lot of times, people don't want to know what you know. I know. They just want you to ask the question back so they can get whatever's off their chest off their chest. <laughs> yeah. So they'll ask you a question. Be like, mm-hmm. How's your day? Mm-hmm. How's your day? Yeah, it's pretty good. What about you? Oh, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly they'll how drag it would be. you in, man. They'll drag you in and they'll make you think they care about your day and they don't. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to get it off their chest, but they don't know uh, any other way to get it off their chest. Other than But to ask you, but to mask it with a question. Yeah. Another thing I had to do, not even the like, trust myself is one thing I had to do to become a better person was to become less selfish. Mm. Being selfish is a great thing that I think everybody should be to an extent. Oh, cause sometimes the lesson ain't for everybody. Right. Sometimes you ain't supposed to share. Right. You feel me? Like you're not supposed to hand everybody the key cause they're not going to end up using it anyway. Right. They're just going to put it in their pocket. And that's a selfish way of thinking, but sometimes you have to do that to get to where you want to be. Yeah. Like, if you're handed this per- perfect opportunity, you, you're just going to give it away. Nah. Exactly. Right. You got to gatekeep sometimes. You yeah. got to keep some of your lessons to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because, hey, not everything meant to be shared with everybody. It's all about balance. And that's Ooh. my third answer for the first question you asked me on how I began to trust myself. I had balance. to find a balance. Okay. Between, between the extent of sharing and not sharing. Yeah. Yeah, more than just that. What? Positive and negative. I had to find oh. a balance between those two. Because sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes you have to be negative. 
that's something that people don't like to hear mm-hmm. or accept. But sometimes you have to be negative to be more positive. Deep. Take me, take me down that road. Take me down that road. Because when I was young, I always had a chip on my shoulder would be a under like an understatement for what I had when I was growing up. Right. I thought everybody was against me, and mm-hmm. I didn't like nobody for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like nobody because I thought that everyone was against me. Okay. But once I realized that it was just me against myself, Dang. I was fighting a war in my head. Mm. So what I perceived around me was only war. Oh. And once I realized it's not me versus myself, right? It's me and myself, and I can either choose to help or hurt him. I was just about to say that, bro. People always like it's me versus me. It's me versus the world, bro. Nigga. You are your own <laughs> duo partner, bro. Like, exactly. you, y'all running duos. Like, if you getting knocked, you're gonna let him die. He's <laughs> gonna revive him. That's what I'm saying. How, yeah. y'all, how you gonna solo v solo yourself? How you gonna kill yourself? Mm. You know, when you, people go against the war against the man in the mirror, oh, why, why we just can't become friends? Exactly. You know, what I'm why saying? can't we work it out together? Why yeah. I gotta kill this nigga? Yeah. He didn't do nothing. He just doing what he think he know is right. I had to find peace with myself. Dang. To find peace in myself. Because the moment I stopped fighting and harming myself was the moment that things eventually started to fall together. Wow. Yeah. And you know, this is a sensitive topic for me. I don't got to get too deep into it. But a lot of physical suicide start with the suicide within self first. When people successfully successfully kill themselves on the inside, that's when the other half got to kill itself too. Mm-hmm. It's a mind you, and it's a body you. When you kill the mind you, the only other solution is to kill the body you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, sometimes you may harm the mind you really good, and it may seem like you want to kill yourself. Right? Right. But if you give... The mind juice, some time to go through the ICU and shit. You know what I'm saying? Get a lot of IV in them. You know what I'm saying? Come out the induced coma. You begin to slowly recover. Yeah. And that's when people start to read the self-help books and start to pay attention to themselves. Because you don't know how much you love something until what? It's gone. Right. It's about letting go. It's about letting go. It's about letting go. So you can know if you really want it or not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may want some, but sometimes you gotta let it go mm-hmm. to see if it come back, to see if you really need it. Because we can accidentally become dependent on something, right? All right. And we will get it confused with wanting it and needing it, and it actually being important, actually being important to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't miss you if I'm always seeing you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to let you go sometime so I can miss you. Yeah. And sometimes we got to let people go so we can go down the other path and meet back up with them. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people get the idea in their head that, damn, if I let this person go, I'm never going to see him again. Our paths are going to stay different forever. Mm -hmm. We're never going to meet back up. Listen, bro. Everybody is in your life for a reason. You meet everybody for a reason. You go through every experience that you ever had for a reason. Every experience, every decision, all of that. Any any decision you've ever made from the type of pencil you chose to use 
a year ago to the type of pants you chose to put on when you was two years old has led to who you are today. You know what I'm saying? And that includes the people who have come in and out of your life. Strangers aren't strangers. You know what I'm saying? Strangers are people sent to us by the universe to learn lessons from. So we could keep going with our... Think of life as a game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes you gotta go talk to the random dude in the corner to get some information from him. Yeah. Now, you may never see this nigga again, but he gave you the most important information you ever learned. Yeah. God in the universe will disguise information in people that we usually ignore. Like homeless people. You walk past them motherfuckers every day. But some of them niggas really be smart as hell. Mm-hmm. And it took only one decision to fuck their whole life up. But we wouldn't know that if, if we had discern prejudice against all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go meet and greet every hobo you see. Yeah. But had a kindness in your heart to listen to them if they talking. Yeah. Like, uh, let me get back to my point, though. People would think since you breaking up with somebody or since y'all splitting apart for a little minute that y'all never going to see each other again. If it's really meant for you to come back. And this time, when y'all break apart... Boom, you're going to come back stronger together because y'all had time to separate. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just like with breaking a bone in your body. When you break a bone in your body, it's not going to come back weaker. Yeah. Because your body don't want it to break again. It never intended on it to break in the first place. So when it break, it come back together even stronger. Yeah. The limb come back even stronger. Now it's going to take more to break that bone apart. As before, it was just snap. Yeah. But now it's going to be like, oh, it ain't breaking. Oh, it ain't breaking. You know why? Why? Because it had time to separate and man back together even stronger. The body will learn from itself. Mm-hmm. That's how biology works. You know what I'm saying? The body is literally a computer system. And I know when you think of computer, you like, that's not technology. But your body is technology. You know what I'm saying? It might not be the technology that we're using to record this podcast. It may not be the technology that we're using to drive this car. But your body is technological. I got to pay attention to biology class to really explain that part. I don't really know too. I don't know too much out of biology class, but I could tell you some stuff about your body. I, I got some things I done picked up. Mm-hmm. I do want to learn more about like the body and stuff. Or is it kinesiology that people just learn about the body, the physical parts? I just like to know fun facts. Yeah. Yeah, cells regenerate all the time. Who you were when we started this podcast is like nowhere near who you were right now. Yeah. Or right now. Or right now. I keep saying right now because it's a different moment every time yeah. I say it right now. Yeah. Or right now. Or right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you get it. And you said something interesting. What was it? One decision can ruin your life? Man, one decision can. Yeah. You We, we always one decision... From living a totally different life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Decision may be. Well, no decision is good or bad. I've said this before. But think about it. You always one decision from having a totally different life. And we shouldn't look that. We shouldn't look at that and, and look into the eyes of that and fear. But we should look at it with opta. Optimism. Yeah, we should always we should look at it with optimism. Like, dang, today may today may be the day, so I gotta keep working. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I gotta keep grinding because mm-hmm. today may be the, 
today may be the day I break through. Mm-hmm. When you breaking the rock, it's not the last hit that break it, but it's the order hits before. Boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like today was today. You know what I'm saying? But wake up. We gotta wake up every morning. Like today may be the day. I might break through today. Hey, today might be the day. So I'm gonna work a little bit harder than I did yesterday, so I can get closer. You know what I'm saying? Today may be the day. We'll never know when we're gonna get that phone call. We'll never know when we're gonna step into the room with a person that's gonna change our lives. Mm-hmm. But like I told you earlier, that's why it's important to introduce yourself to everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because stuff like that, stuff like that stick. People like to be recognized. Yeah. People appreciate it when you give them recognition. All of us have that part inside of us that just wants to make somebody proud. Yeah. It wants uh not recognition, but uh it just do it start with a C. All of us want that uh it's like right on the tip of my tongue. We want that I have to simplify. We want that sense of cooperation. Mm-mm, that ain't it. We want to feel accepted. Yeah. As much as we might try to be hard about him, but I don't care about being accepted. I don't care if people accept me. Mm-hmm. Biologically, it's a part of our, our humanness to feel accepted where we are. Yeah. You know, a lot of people become depressed or deranged because they don't feel accepted. Acceptance is a very important part of life. Mm-hmm. That's why we got to come together. So like I was saying, a part of us wants to be accepted. So... When you walk into a room, why is the uh, why is the CEO more important than the janitor? Like, what's the difference between them? Do they both wake up in the morning? Yeah. They both put their pants on one foot at a time? They both put one shoe on at a time? They both brush their teeth? They both poop? They both eat? They both pee? How is he, like, at the basis of it, how is he more important than the, how is the CEO more important than the janitor? Tell me. He not. He not. <laughs> they the same motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we got to treat them like... They the same people. Yeah. We got to treat them with the same amount of kindness. If if anything, the gender deserve more appreciation than the CEO do. Yeah. It's people like that that do those type of jobs, man. Let me let me take this... I don't know if I'm using this saying right. Let me... uh. What they be saying, take this on a soapbox or something? I don't even know. I don't even know. Don't hey, even we gonna know. say it, though. Hopefully they pick up on what I'm putting down. You about to create a saying right now. Go ahead. Take this on a soapbox. All right, <laughs> Let's take this <laughs> on a soapbox. Well, check me out, bro. We need people to do those types of jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm not cleaning the whole room. But it's somebody that, like, oddly enough, got a passion to just clean. Yeah. Or they was just put in a position where they got to clean. But they ain't complaining. You don't see the janitor talking about this motherfucker. You don't see you know, this motherfucker left all the motherfucking trash again. You know what I'm saying? You don't see him like coming up to you and saying that. You might see it behind your back, but he's still gonna do his job. Yeah. We need people like that. We need people that's gonna do the jobs we don't want to do. I don't want to climb on the light pole and change the wires when my power go out. Some dude like got that calling to just climb up on wire poles and change the power on my power out. Yeah. <laughs> we need those, the tiny people that the people that we often ignore, librarians. Teachers don't get enough recognition. Uh, the janitors don't get enough recognition. Valet don't get enough recognition. The doorman don't get enough recognition. 
receptionists don't get enough recognition. Um, them scam callers don't get enough recognition. <laughs> I know they're annoying when they call you, but think though. If somebody wasn't calling you to scam you, you wouldn't be weary about the information you're giving out. You wouldn't be so careful with all the information you're giving out. Because mm-hmm. you would just trust everybody. So you're just going to give it to everybody until you get scammed. So we need some scammers keeping this on point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love getting that scam likely call. You know what I'm saying? That may be the only call I get in a week. I'm not going to answer the phone. He'd be like, yes, hello, is this Chris? This call may be monitored. I'd be like, nah, not hang up. But thanks for calling me, keeping me on my toes for one more day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd be vigilant out here. You know what I'm saying? But to come out of my soapbox, is that what they say? I don't know what they say. You saying it. To get out of my soapbox. You, what is a soapbox? You, you keep putting soap in there. Hey, let me take it out, though. I got to take It's clean. Yeah. Is that a, I don't know what a soapbox I got to look it up. But I'm going to just keep saying it wrong if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. If it's wrong, I don't want to be right. It is right because you saying it. Even uh, if that's not a saying. But they, they making it one right now. Yeah, they picking they. it up. Yeah, they picking it up. All right, bet. So I'm going to get out my soapbox. Yeah. The janitor is no, no more important than the CEO, and the CEO is no more important than the janitor. So shake both their hands. Greet them both with the same. How's your day going? Good afternoon. Yeah. Good morning. Good evening. How your family doing? How are you doing today? And listen to them for real. Yeah. Shake their hand with compassion. Don't just shake it to shake it. Shake it. And pass some love through it. All you got to do is give your body the command and it's going to do it. Let me see your hand. Did you feel that love just seep into your hand? Yeah. I'm just, they can't see me. I, I got to I gotta upgrade you the camera. When I get some more views, I'll upgrade you the camera. But I mean, I'm passing the love to your hand, bro. I love you, dog. You my guy. Yeah. You my guy. You my guy. You my guy. You my guy. Alright, alright. Right. They probably gonna hear that part and be like, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah. Nah. But uh stuff like that, bro. Shake shake the uh underdog. Not the underdog, just shake everybody's hand, bro. Just mm-hmm. and learn people's names. That's important too. You gotta learn people. You gotta names. learn people's names. Cause that's how you feel accepted when somebody know your name. Mm-hmm. What you got going on in your head right now? What's some? I've been talking for a minute, so what's something going on up in there? What you thinking? I wasn't thinking too much because in the last episode I listened to, it was episode two. Yeah. It was episode two. Oh, you like episode two? I loved episode two. Episode two was was tough. It was about, go listen to episode two. Hey, if y'all here, listen to episode two. After this, though. Yeah, I clicked off already. No, don't click off. Hey, you still there? If you still here, I'll say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. They still here. We said it quick. All right. <laughs> but it was always listen, even if you know what they're talking about. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if you or a girl you was with said it. I think it was a girl, because I don't think you was in it. Like but yeah, y'all was talking about listening, mm-hmm. even if you know what the person is talking about. Because mm. you don't know if you could listen more. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a very important lesson. You don't know what you don't know until you don't know it. And even when you know, you don't know. You still don't know. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. when you know, you don't even know if you know for real. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I know what I'm talking about. I like I do. Say it with some confidence. Yeah. Believe. Man, people going to be like, dang, he do know what he's talking about. Do I? Do I? 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you gotta, know, you gotta know it. Just. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's about an hour. We got about an hour in. I feel like. Essentially, what we're saying is, man, just. I don't even know. What's the. What you think? You. Close out the gist of the episode. Go ahead. I'll let you gist out the episode. You can he's tired of talking. Man. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> the gist of the episode was to be comfortable mm-hmm. with being uncomfortable. You have to be comfortable. With being who? Yourself. Right. You got to find your flow mm-hmm. and ride it. Right. Don't look over there at Don't his wave there. and think, dang, that wave cooler. Like, yeah. I got to go hop on that wave. Nah. Yeah, no. No. Because no, he looking at your wave. And you're like, why you up on his way? Yeah, why you all up on the way? Bro, wave was way higher than mine. Yeah. I don't know why you jumped off. Yeah. Right. Oh. You can't even, you don't even know, you don't even realize what you got when you're looking at somebody else's stuff, man. Exactly. So we got to learn to appreciate Ourselves. what we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to appreciate yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Because something I realized was I didn't love myself for a long time. Dang. A very long time. Dang. And it took me loving and accepting myself in order to truly do it and learn compassion wow. and learn real love. Because mm. real love isn't about receiving. It's mm. about giving. Wow. We're not closing out the episode right now because I just remember something. Yeah, man, we ain't yeah, we ain't closing out right now. But um, maybe we can close it off with this topic, but whatever. Giving. It's the only way to receive. Yeah. The more that you give, the more that you give, get back. Mm-hmm. It's like the law. I think it's the law of cause and effect or yeah. something like that. The more that you put into something, the more come. We learn this in school. X is a direct result of Y. So if we're doing direct proportions. The more that you put into, the more you put in the X, the more you get out of Y. Mm-hmm. So we got to give more to receive more. Yeah. But we can't give looking for reception. Mm-hmm. We got to give to give. And then we going to receive to receive. Yeah. We don't want to just be out here giving because we know something come back. Because that's when the karmic values or the karmic law come back and eat you up. You're like, no, I ain't giving you none. Because you just doing it. Not out the kindness of your heart. Yeah. You got to pass the love and let it be felt. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, put a little bit of love into it. Yeah. Everybody you meet, put a little love into it. Mm-hmm. Dude, love don't run out. We got enough to share with everybody. Yeah. Just give out love, bro. Mm-hmm. Just, if, just make one person day a day. And that's my challenge for anybody listening to this video, if you're still listening. Put one smile on one person's face at least a day. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Just one. Yeah. And feel the surge of happiness and dopamine that hits your brain when you make somebody else's day, when you make somebody else's smile. Mm-hmm. Pay them a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Tell them you like their shoes. Tell them you love their smile. Compliment their outfit. They don't say nothing back. If they don't say, if they don't say thank you, you still got what you need to get off your chest, off your chest. Yeah. But don't be so caught up in yourself that you forget to appreciate those around you. Mm-hmm. Give love. 
Mm-hmm. Always give love. Yeah. And that's how I'm going to close out the B-Fan podcast. Thank you for listening in, man. I love y'all.